Hello and welcome to Write and Speak Better podcast with your host, Olaleka Mandela. So today we want to look into how to dominate the world's most professional and networking platform, which is LinkedIn. First, what is LinkedIn? Why is it important for our professional life? Why do we even need it for our career? How do you set up yourself as an authority in your niche? How do you gain visibility, target the right audience, build your personal brand, and even get potential clients begging for your services? All of this we are going to discuss in this podcast. And I'm not going to do this alone. I will be doing that with my amazing guest today, Damilola Felicia Badmos. She is a personal and corporate brand photographer, one of the top LinkedIn influencers in Nigeria who have helped Complaints and brands gain visibility on LinkedIn. She's going to tell us what works and what doesn't work on LinkedIn. She recently released a book called How LinkedIn Works. You can get them in the description below. However, without further ado, family, let's dive in. But before we even dive in, don't forget to rate this podcast five star and subscribe, please. Rate it five star, subscribe, and even give it a wonderful review. It's going to help the algorithm to push this podcast to potential audience out there who are yet to discover this podcast yet. So that's the best thing you can do for me, please. And you can as well share this podcast with your friends, especially graduates, your college mates, your course mates, all of these things. Because as a young guy or as a young person looking to change career, looking to for to start up a company looking for funding looking for grants looking for scholarship all of this you need linkedin because that's the best place you can get all of this you can get it on other social media but linkedin is still the best and the best for this kind of a thing so without further ado let's dive in Welcome, Damilola Felicia. It's so nice to have you on this podcast. I mean, it's as if I got a lottery ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Thank so, you. It's so nice to. I mean, you are one of the top LinkedIn creators, one of the top LinkedIn influencers in Nigeria in diaspora. So we are so glad to have you on this podcast. Thank I you think very much. I to believe, you know. <laughs> well, I I feel no. I feel that someone will not know his worth until somebody else tell them. Right. It always happens like that most of the time. Uh, so, um, Miss Damilola, don't let me do the introduction for you. So, introduce <laughs> yourself. Tell us what you do. Tell us what you are into. The writers speak better. Listeners would like to know you. Okay. So, uh, my name is Damilola Felicia Badmas. I'm a personal branding photographer. I'm also a personal branding consultant. I help people. I help people on how to build their brand online. I teach them, I consult. I also help people um, navigate LinkedIn properly. And I also do other things as well. Mm, okay, so it, was it corporate photography that led you to LinkedIn or how do you come about LinkedIn? So yeah, it was actually um, corporate photography actually. Um, in 2021, like everybody, you know, come on LinkedIn, you run away. Then when you see a need for using LinkedIn, you come back. So because of the kind of clients I was looking out for 
on LinkedIn, which was um, corporate people. I felt LinkedIn was the best place to get them. Mm. Yes. yes. I started branding myself in a way that um, could attract them. Um, I, started, I did a personal branding shoot for myself, spoke about the need of having personal brand, then we chat to people by DM, tell them what I do and all of those things. So that was what made me come to LinkedIn in the first place, actually. I understand. Now, from your statement, you said people do run away from LinkedIn and come back. What is that exact thing that makes people run from LinkedIn? I mean, LinkedIn is a good mile if you know how to use it. So what exactly is making people run? Uh, so the thing is that um, LinkedIn is that the LinkedIn is created in a different way, right? So for young folks like yeah. us, we're used to Instagram, we're used to Facebook, you know, we are used to expressing ourselves, speaking the way we like. You can post a picture on your Instagram and just use two words and then you're gone. You know, but for LinkedIn, you see everybody celebrating their milestones. And that is something that people don't understand because you find it hard to celebrate that on other social media platform because not everybody cares, number one. Yeah. And two, the people that are interested in you, the recruiters, probably people that you need. Um, the corporate jobs, they are more on LinkedIn than on Instagram. And when we look at Facebook and Instagram, it's a platform where you have to do a lot of work for people to know you. Or like LinkedIn, where you can connect with them directly and then your contact, your post goes from one connection, second connection, and third degree connection. So I think one of the reasons why people run away from LinkedIn is because they find it too serious, which is true. You know, they find it very serious. Mm. Nobody's smiling. Everybody's serious here. No time for play. Yeah, because everybody's trying to be conscious of what they say, <laughs> really. Mm. Mm. Yeah. What they say. Okay, so I don't want to ask further questions because from what you are saying, I have a lot of questions because I would just stick to my questions in here. So the first thing is, what is LinkedIn and why do people need to be active on it? Why do people need it? Why is it very important? Okay, so LinkedIn is a professional platform where people connect with other professionals. I like to think of LinkedIn as an office. So when you go to a corporate organization, what do you have? You have um, the secretary, you have the accountant, you have the manager, you have employees. Exactly. You know, everybody, that's professional um, standpoint. That's why your DP has to... The, the requirement is, okay, try to have like a professional outfit on your DP because LinkedIn is more of the professional platform or like other platform where we can say it's social. Mm. We know Facebook, it's exactly, more social. Exactly. Yeah, Instagram is known for um, a social platform. YouTube is known for education. Um, you know, days of to go, remember? Days well, of are, you, are you trying to say LinkedIn is primarily for professionals and uh, a little bit of social lifestyle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was designed, the app mainly was designed for professional use. Okay, so why yeah. do people need to get active on it? I mean, not, is, everybody, not everybody like this professional strict lifestyle. Everybody wants to be social and all talk. So, but why do people need to still get on LinkedIn and get the best out of it? So I think, um, like you mentioned, not everybody likes to come from a professional point of view. And that is why I like to be honest 
when I speak about these things, not everybody likes to write a lot. Remember days of school where you have like the most serious theater class and then you just have one guy that is a dancer or a girl that just like to, you know, um, exactly. make it. Yeah, yes. I like to look at it from the perspective of it's not everybody that should be on LinkedIn. Yeah, people come on LinkedIn for just to have that professional look in case they're looking for a professional job. But if you're not someone that has that mindset of, okay, I want to do professional stuff, then it's not compulsory. But people that mm. to share their professional nature, for me, I used to be I'm on Instagram, but I find it hard to talk about professional stuff on Instagram, yeah? Because obviously, I didn't start from that foundation. Do you understand? Exactly. And I think Instagram is just all about fine pictures. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So, but for LinkedIn, you don't even have to have a fine picture, yeah? So, in the reason why I don't even use a lot of Instagram and TikTok is because it's a little bit stressful for me. I'm a perfectionist. I like to have my background all littered up. I like to be fine. But, you know, quality of images determine the reach you get. So if people, some people don't have that energy to start looking at camera or trying to get the best background, that is why LinkedIn is more writing and it helps you develop yourself as well. Also, there are some people yeah, that yeah. are intellectual people by nature. Like they just want to talk about intellectual stuff and not just okay everything um entertainment entertainment so yes. i think apart from that can help sorry you. to quote you right there dami but um in the recent trend there's been a lot of um practices that some leading creators imbibe just to favor the algorithm for example people now tend to create carousels because they feel like um it favors the algorithm on linkedin you know, you talk about writing, and I'm, I was just thinking, everybody came with, if everybody come with the mindset of writing, but then they are not getting the reach because the algorithm is just too tired of writing. Algorithm wants something else, maybe carousel, video, poll, and all of those things. Do you think all of these things affect the way we build our brand on LinkedIn? So, first of all, LinkedIn does not want to be left behind. That's why they try as much as possible to go with the trail. You know, many other folks are like, oh, LinkedIn is becoming too saturated. And I understand LinkedIn is a business, you understand? So they also want to make money. And because you understand that people are also evolving, that's why many of them have mm -hmm. the writing aspect and now they're introducing new things. So for me, right can be you can that's one thing about being a creative is that you have to think outside of the box yeah carousels work but one thing i would say is what would make people what would make their algorithm algorithm work for you is the type of people that follow your content mm -hmm. people that don't even use linkedin frequently when you make a post and nobody gets to like it or gets to interact with it in the next in like 10 minutes, then your post is just the, the algorithm will say, like, mm, this post did not do well, and then you push it somewhere else. But imagine you have active audience that okay, as you soon as you make a post, maybe they are just online, they see it, they like it, it's attractive. Then one person mm. like the connection of that person sees it that he or she likes it then you know it get they get to like it over and over and that's how we saturate so for me i would say that it's not about the algorithm per se it's the type of people that you have in your connections 
Mm, thank you very much for that. I think I, I just shift my mentality from something else. Okay, so moving forward, what are the main what are the major misconceptions about LinkedIn? You know, people talk about LinkedIn is for old people, LinkedIn is for professionals. Oh, I'm a dancer, I can't get on LinkedIn. I'm a painter, I'm an artist, I can't get on LinkedIn. LinkedIn is for accountants, bankers, and all this professional lifestyle. Because I know there are photographers like yourself, we have models on LinkedIn. We have a lot of people on LinkedIn. So what are the major misconceptions people have about LinkedIn, which is not true? And what are the major do's and don'ts people should do on LinkedIn and people should not do on LinkedIn? Okay, that's actually a big question. <laughs> uh, when we say, uh, I think I would go with the first question, which is what are the major misconceptions? So many people feel like LinkedIn is a serious platform. Even though I can say sometimes it's not true, it's actually true. Yeah, so that's number one. You have to come with a mindset of, okay, I'm a professional. Then another misconception is that um, LinkedIn is boring. LinkedIn is actually not boring. Depends on how you use the platform. I'll, I'll give my partner is a physiotherapist and he's not really it doesn't really have a lot of presence on other platforms, just like we, you know, just post your picture and then you run away. You like other people's posts and things like that. But for LinkedIn, when you look at it as, okay, I want to share something. I have something what wants to hear. We know that TikTok is saturated now. Instagram is saturated. Um, Facebook is saturated. So with LinkedIn, you can actually build that brand you want for yourself. You can actually... When, when my partner first started on LinkedIn, um, he was like, let me just post once per week. But when he posted like three times per week, people started commenting on his post and they started liking it. And it felt different. Feeling different is the fact that you feel like people are accepting what you have to say. Everybody likes when they're being accepted. Everybody likes when they get to share something and people get to relate with them. So I think one of the interesting things about LinkedIn is you get to put your thoughts out there and then when people find it interesting, they get to relate with you. And that way you feel like um, you're inspiring people, you're educating people, which it's um, an interesting feeling to have. Exactly. I'm agreeing with you with what you said. Yeah, really. Then I think the last, last misconception I would say is that People feel like uh, LinkedIn, you can't sell yourself. Yeah, it's it's. Even tricky. people feel sometimes that it's for high-profile individuals, like it's for all these high-profile CEOs, founders, and all of that. And I try to tell them, anybody can be on LinkedIn if you know what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I believe so. You just have to package yourself well, really. You just have to. But I would also. Everybody's on the word package. <laughs> it's packaging. <laughs> it's packaging, really, because there are some pictures I can post on Instagram that I wouldn't want to post on LinkedIn. Not like anybody is forcing me not to post it, but I just don't want to have this kind of perception, you know, because perception you want for yourself. It's not like everybody starts from somewhere. If you want people to believe that you're something, you have to create that kind of um feeling if you want people to believe that you have like five billion in your account you can create that kind of perception mm, that, show that five billion packaging 
Egad, yeah, though you don't have to break the bank, but have the way you're going to be seeing me with a billion dollar car in a very, very nice photo shoot video photos. Why sure you have the money? <laughs> okay, do's and don'ts. Yes, please. Yes, please. Okay, so under one minute, the do's is that obviously come with a professional mindset, don't post pictures. Mm. Um, you drinking or you partying or you yeah all those kind of photos if you want to post a picture that is not really professional try to give a story that people can relate with the reason why this uh, this is important is because you don't want people to ignore you so you have to do something that will make people like you also um i would say one of the interesting things to do when writing is you have to um research you know there are some people that say okay do 30 days challenge or do 50 days challenge post like three times a week but i bet to differ i prefer i think that um you should if you're starting out yes you can create stuff but if you can take your time to do research not only is it going to help you mentally but you're going to feel good like mm, all right so i wrote something really interesting for people to read and with time, your your content will remain quality, and it can stand the test of time. Thank you very much for that. What about the what about the feeling that some people always post, you know, success stories all the time, all the time, all the time, and sometimes you start wondering, come on, don't you have any mistakes you've ever made? Don't you have any failures? You've always post, are you have ten thousand dollars? Are you made ninety clients in ninety days? And all of those things. What do you have to say about that? Okay, so I think like I studied marketing. No, I didn't study marketing in school, but I've studied how marketing works. Now there is this belief, it depends on who you are. There are some people that maybe are copywriters or people that are looking for clients, and the best way to attract their clients is by calling big money that okay, they've achieved so and so. So whoever that is their potential client might feel mm, I want to be with this person. Do you understand? So people believe that ah. When I call, so for example, you you say that you've you've done like um your podcast had made, or let's say you've interviewed people um on your podcast that worth over one billion dollars on your account that you feel very proud about it because yeah. you said that no, it's just the mindset game really. Some some of them are not yeah. true, but because they want to get your attention and because. Africans like a wolf, bro. <laughs> yes, like, no. Oh, yes, no. I mean, if you are not careful, they are going to drain you. They are going to drain the, you with pro bonos. That that's the thing. So people use that. There are also some people that maybe their success story is the only content that they have. That's why I tend to look at content as you know, being creative in different areas, that's the best way to attract people. One thing I've noticed about LinkedIn is that LinkedIn, everybody on LinkedIn is proud, number one. Everybody's a big boy on LinkedIn. Yeah, on LinkedIn proud, no, that's not no, that's not the proud I mean. Like everybody yes, knows everybody, everybody, everybody put themselves on a high standard. Yeah, yeah. Well, like when you go on Instagram, you see a favorite celebrity making you laugh, even if they say do something, because you know they are not. You count them as creatives. You just look at it like mm, it's just there. But coming on LinkedIn, if one person starts shouting at you, know you can sense when someone shouts at you by their post. 
everybody will leave you and just move on. So one thing I've noticed about things like people that make so much noise about, um, you know, money, a lot of things that is repetitive, you start losing audience. That's why a lot of our, our um, comedians, people that do skits, Taoma, Maraji, uh, Mr. Macarin, they like to diversify their content because when you keep giving us the same thing over and over again, you tend to followers. That's why you have to be very creative, really. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. To tell you a story of a guy I knew here in Unilori, and we were working at the radio station together. But then when he made a post on LinkedIn, I was like, come on, bro, we gotta do this place. So why you they make this this <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, assumption. But seriously, when he made those posts, I did not even count time. I even posted thanks for sharing because I just feel like you, if you, you portray yourself the way you want the world to see. If you want, if you want the world to see you as a liar, if you keep posting like that, people are going to see you as a liar. Eventually. And you, and you want to see yourself really <laughs> seriously because I just feel like is is high time we start being authentic with ourselves. There is, there is no, there is no, there is no reason why you won't post some of your mistakes, although not some personal ones, not some very, very embarrassing ones, but some things that you think that they are just susceptible to happen. To let the people know that this thing where we did do is no bed of rose, is no, is no, is no working on a plate of gold. We are working for it, and this is what happens when you keep working for something and you are not getting it for free. You know, understand that kind of thing. Yeah. So that's what I just want to say. Moving forward, you are a LinkedIn influencer. If you have to start all over again, what are the basic things? What are the basic things or some things you will put in place you make sure you do if you are starting all over again? Or what would have been the things that you would have done differently if you had to start again? Uh, okay, I think I shared this on my LinkedIn. I mean, kind of it went really viral. So, first of all, obviously, we know optimize your page. Second one is I would invest a lot in personal branding images. <clears throat> now, not studio images. <laughs> no studio images, but... Tell me the difference. Tell the difference. Because everybody thought, I know personal brand, but everybody thought professional picture must be taken in a studio. You know, you must look all suit up and all of that. So tell us the difference between those um, branding pictures, corporate pictures. You are a photographer and normal pictures. So tell I us. If you saw the photos I used for my book, that was more of branding images. We watch all that is a studio, but thank God we didn't use a studio. So branding images has to do with um lifestyle, you know, you not being in a studio all day, having your props like a laptop with you, doing your portrait mm -hmm. in a very um, vibrant environment compared to um, a studio place where you just have your background just the background image excuse me so for me i i mix both because um i use the studio that's my home studio for my headshots but i'm going to change my headshot soon and this is more of lifestyle so that's really the difference because when i first started out okay let me just do a rewind back when i first started out um i uploaded my my picture change everything because I know that when I send connection out, the first thing people will do is what check my profile. And if you see you are well packaged, your profile is well neat, it's very hard for people to um, refuse your your 
message or refuse your connection request. It's just like you know, when when you say fine girl, you go approach a couple to someone that is not fine. Yes, yeah, so <laughs> exactly. 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 It's packaging. That's why a lot of our celebrities invest a lot in their looks. Because you, for me, I would say one of the things that made me go for on LinkedIn is my pictures and the kind of posts I make. Yeah. Though some people don't like mm. putting pictures in it, which is fine. I use my husband as an example. We, t- we took some photos together and then just his own images. And then he hardly posted on LinkedIn. The first post he made on LinkedIn with pictures, but like this, he had a lot of, you know, reactions. <laughs> yeah, because people once you see at uh, this image, and your if your photo aligns with what you're saying. So, for example, you're you're, you're trying to make a post on on motivation, like maybe a sad motivation. You know, there's like sad motivation, and there is good motivation. Yeah, put the sad motivation and you're smiling. Don't work, or you're trying to put a post. Mm. Up, um, I don't. I don't know if you see about this viral CEO that was crying because he laid some of his workout. You, the, yeah, the yeah, you, you saw. You saw that he, he was trying to prove a point, but that that thing went off. You know, backlash. So <laughs> <laughs> obviously, and again, I feel I felt that's like the best thing you could do because you can't be putting exactly, <laughs> when you suck people. <laughs> you get. I so, mean, on LinkedIn, it's better you get your message right because people people can mis- misunderstand you if you are not careful. That's why that's why I say that I am of the school of thought that get everything right before you post because you won't know the moment your post will go viral. So just like you are preparing for an interview, for me, even as much as okay, even from the very beginning when I started, I remember the first post I did was introduction of myself with a very fine picture of me holding my camera saying, hi, my name is Amlala, I'm a photographer, I believe in this, I believe in that. That went, I think I got about 100 as to something likes. Then, and I started talking about why branding photos are unnecessary. Then I commented on people's posts. I started liking, I started connecting with people in my industry. So I know photographer, what are the people in my industry? PR guys would need a photographer. Uh, marketers might need, CEOs might need. So I connected with people in that niche, first of all, because they are the one that would mm. What and many people make the mistake. They are like your, they are, they are like your audience. They are like your t- targeted. Exactly. Audience. Yeah, exactly. There's no mm. how that someone in that niche will see my post. I will not be able to relate. That's why people don't have engagement. So imagine an okay. L- now, let's, now going. You are about to dive into my last question, which is engagement. People don't get engagement, and they are tired of LinkedIn. Some of the, most of the time, they say, I don't get likes, I don't get engagement. So, what are the things? Do they should they comment every day, or should they post every nah. day? What are the short way of getting engagement? To be honest, number one way is snap high quality picture. You don't have to use a camera. Maybe if you have an iPhone or a good camera, snap well. People use um, backgrounds that are not lit. You know, you have to you have to be very specific. I think pictures will really go far because a lot of us, a lot of people don't even read the content. It's just like a post because the picture is fine, and because that person just like ah, it. <laughs> a lot of people don't. They just like ah, this face is familiar. Let me just like it. You know, they like it. 
Then I'll also say that another thing is go for networking events. So the reason why I mentioned networking events or go for events where people that are in that place are on LinkedIn. So when I started, I attended two networking events and those people are my friends till today, even though I'm not in Nigeria. So I, you know, we the event was from someone on LinkedIn. We met in person, everybody, we connected on LinkedIn. So from that group alone, we took pictures together, wrote about the person, individual photos, group photos, then we started tagging ourselves. But because that person obviously would want to comment, we're able to build each other platform. And so the connection will see my post, my connection will see your post, and that's how it went. So imagine mm -hmm. people at an event, you connect with them, you probably take photos with them, that's enough content that would go far. Then once you have yeah, that, yeah. What about what about people? What about people that couldn't go to networking events? For example, while I was in Ibadan, LinkedIn local Elorin took place. I couldn't attend. Okay. When I left Lagos and go to Elorin, LinkedIn Lagos took place. I couldn't attend. Something always leads to one thing or the other, and it's because of work because I can't just leave my work like that. So, yeah. what do you advise people aside from the networking events? You know. Okay, so what that is working, I would say, aside from the photos as well, is make high quality content. Now, now there are two types of audience you can have. You can have the general audience and you can have your niche audience. What do I mean? So for me, because I post a lot of content that everybody can really resonate with, an elder, um, someone in their 40s, someone in their 30s, someone in their 20s. So I've been able to target audience from those different perspectives. I talk a lot about Christianity, which is my faith, because a lot of people are Christians, they get to engage. And so it, it gathers people from all over. Um, when, if mm -hmm. I'm doing content for copywriters only, obviously, let's say I, I want to train copywriters. My content will be mostly for copywriters. That's why it's not a lot of people that actually go viral don't make so much money compared to someone mm -hmm. that is specific, really. You know, there's a difference between when you are rich and when you are famous. I learned mm -hmm. that. Preacher, sister, preacher. Yeah. So, <laughs> exactly. There are people that don't, don't, don't make noise on LinkedIn and they're making their money on LinkedIn. I have friends that said, okay, yeah, they make... They make money on LinkedIn low key. But one thing I like to say is that purpose, what you know, there are some people that that's why teachers in school don't get as rich as some students eventually, <laughs> because teachers are more about impacting why students make use of the knowledge shared by the teachers and you know what they've learned exactly. from school. Yes. So it depends on what you're really looking out for. When I came on LinkedIn, okay, I wanted to do photography, but over time, my desire changed. I felt like, okay, I could share more. I had other things to say, and I started saying them. Now, when I moved to the UK, um, I also had also posted a lot about general stuff. I've done enough photography. I feel like I still have a lot of things to share, which can be categorized as a general kind of content. Do you understand? So I would say that yes, depends the audience you have depends on the content that you put out. If it's high quality, people would 
people would resonate with it. Just to sum, sum, summarize it, the question I would say is, what, what's that thing that will make you follow somebody? What's that thing that got you attracted to someone's post that will make you follow? Mm. So when you think about it, you realize that, okay, if you do your stuff like this, for example, on TikTok, all this story I'm writing on LinkedIn, nobody would comment at all because TikTok <laughs> straight to the point videos you know 15 seconds make your point 30 seconds but linkedin even if you do 30 seconds not everybody has the time to watch a video and it might not do so well so yeah Mm, thank you so much i think we have come to the end of the first part so the second part is you just released a book called um about linkedin can you tell us about it because uh, we want people to know what this LinkedIn is all about. So can you tell us about the book and what people would gain when they get the book? Okay, so um reason why I read the book is for one major reason. And that is, rather than you coming to my DM, hi, dummy, take me out to use LinkedIn. Just go and buy the book. So <laughs> 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 yeah, that's the major reason I read that. Don't come and threat me. Don't, don't stress me. <laughs> <laughs> don't stress me and i really do not have time for doing online classes and exactly there's no lot of time to answer everybody's dm and if you do not answer them it might look like you are snobbing them or something and exactly which is not the kind of person you are you are just trying to make use of your time effectively you get that many of them at the end of the day will not even pay attention so i felt like okay i have knowledge on this thing I don't I I know that I wouldn't have the time to do online class courses back to back. I know that I wouldn't have time to start training people on WhatsApp because I have other things I, I want to do in my life. You know, I don't want to be like that teacher for social media for the rest of my life. Because I like to think fast. So I realize that this thing will not work. So what's that thing that can work? I first did an ebook actually. And the title was how you roadmap to LinkedIn visibility, but I didn't really promote that so well because it was that was in 2021. No, that was last year. Yeah, that was last year because I was busy, got busy with my wedding and I had an event. So um fast forward to the end of last year, I was like, this book is here. Why don't I promote it again? So we did a lot of adjustments. Um a lot of things changed about the book. Then I was like, okay, I think I can make this a fiscal copy. So the whole thing was not really planned. It was just an ebook at first. Then later I, I said, okay, yeah, then we gave it to a publisher to do it. It was just like a few more. I give credit to a friend of mine, wow. Eric, because he was the one that was saying, I don't want wow. Naso so wonders, Jesus, Jesus they do. Miracle need to Jesus. To be honest, yeah, I was I like I never planned, I never have never in my life seen myself as an author. Never ever. So this whole thing, I think well, I was thinking today that I feel uncomfortable being everywhere because I'm more like an introvert. So trying to market. <laughs> Exactly. Yes, I understand. I understand. But I think LinkedIn has given you a leverage where you can actually, uh, you know, tell the world about this. I mean, that is not about being introvert right now. That's about just being who you are. I mean, LinkedIn has given you that leverage. 
Uh, yeah, I think I think the major problem which I was having or which every author usually have is probably they want to see instant sales. So my husband was like, just forget about making money. Just look at it like it's just a cycle. Um, you might never be able to make as much you want immediately, except you put in a lot of marketing effort and, you know, telling yeah. people, you do this and do that and all but it's been an interesting journey so far so so how much is this book and how can people get it how can they order for it so the book is on amazon because i'm actually printing the book from the uk here so it's like the launch is meant to be february 18 but um the book is actually available on amazon now the book should be in nigeria by um early february so people can pre-order now because we have just limited copies available. So um, they can check my profile or they can just go to um, seller, then um, forward slash um, how LinkedIn work paperback, or it's just easier for them to go to um, my profile on LinkedIn, that's Damala Felicia Badmos, and then they can always get the link to purchase in my bio. I thank you about that. Um since um you're going to be you are in the uk and if what if we have some nigerian or some people outside uk that wants to purchase this book would that be like a virtual launch virtual yes. launching of the book launch because um, of the nigerian audience actually wow that's beautiful so we are going to have the link we are going to attach to the link to the to this podcast right yes 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 it's going to be in the podcast mm. yes Thank you very much for your time, Ms. Damilola Felicia. We really do appreciate. Before I go, what is your secret to being consistent? I forgot to ask that question. <laughs> do you what want me to be very honest with this answer? Please, please be very blunt. Be bust, us, bust my brain. It's a lot of hard work, really, I would say. A lot of times, when I first started, oftentimes, because I want to make a post by 8 a.m. back in Nigeria, I would have to wake up like 4. I want to write, I want to write, I want to write. Because yeah, you, the <laughs> you, you have to, but for newbies, so I wouldn't scare people out. What I, um, what I, when my husband first started, what we first did was, okay, this is your niche. What and what are the things you think people can what and what are the things you think you can teach people that is related to a professional setting i use the professional setting in sense that so that people can relate to whatever it is that you're writing do you understand so he being a physio guy though they have a lot of grammars in their stuff i was like you know what just bring it down to a layman level um then we we sat down we used answerthepublic.com it was really helpful so just you just type the keyword yeah answer the yeah the i think i've heard of that there's this other one called socrate i mean um i think socrate.com or ask socrate.com it's also like answer the public but answer the public is like my favorite because you type a keyword and it shows different things people ask then another thing i like to do is just go on google and type content ideas for so and so so we did content ideas for physiotherapists. We saw different options, and then we picked some that are related to what it does. Then we created 
okay, we I asked what's your best time. He said we can only do Mondays only. But we tried Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. So what we did was okay, Monday because it's a fresh day, let's do motivation. Then on Wednesday, we went deep on Wednesday, we went deep into information like education. So teaching people how to why they shouldn't sit for long at work, you know, something educational in your niche. I think I saw that post. I think I particularly saw that post. That's sitting for long. Yeah, that one. If you are like a manager at work, you can put a post about how to manage employees or why employees. So that's what I'm saying. Depends on your target audience. Obviously, if you're a manager, you might need people in your level. But if you're a manager that wants to teach young people how to be how to behave themselves at work, then you have to look for people in that niche. I don't know if you get it. So then Friday we said, okay, because it's Friday, let's do something um, casual. Then I just gave him an idea that, okay, you know what? Don't stress your head. Let's just go to TikTok and let's get a video that resonates with what you do. Even though you, if you can't do a video that gives examples of backache, somebody else on TikTok would do it and then just post it and tag the person. So you create that free content that way. There are some people that do Monday to Fridays, but if they're starting out, then I run out of content. I did for 30 days straight, actually. I posted content for 30 days straight. It was a 30 days writing challenge. How was but it? then I got, I got result, but after a while it was kind of declining, then I got to understand that it's not just about posting, it's about posting and engaging because you don't just want to post and just run away. You have to engage. In fact, do more of engaging than posting do more of engaging somebody was i saw i don't know if you know taslim is a yeah, yeah, creator he was saying engage as if your life depends on it because that is the way you can help the algorithm and i felt well i think well i, I wouldn't say that i wouldn't want to believe that because you i think i i used to make a, po a lot of posts on this is you'll stress out yourself so the goal is just have fun because there's a difference between trying to build the brand and trying to get engagement on time right mm -hmm. like like enjoy it instead of forcing it yeah yeah because when i came on linkedin yeah I, I first started with uh, i i came because to be honest i left my job so i was i was jobless and i had enough time so LinkedIn was like <laughs> a good job now, you would, oh, you would have used the word unemployed rather than jobless. You know how Nigerians take the word jobless. <laughs> okay, sorry, unemployed. Yeah, I was unemployed, but I was employed. I was self-employed, not unemployed. I was self-employed, so my audience was on LinkedIn. So there are some people that their full-time job is probably Ketra or so, and their full-time job is getting clients on Instagram. So it depends on it's just it's just a normal just like um a mind thing wherever it is that you want to get your income obviously is where you would put all your efforts that's why i like to be realistic like that if i was a full-time consultant and probably helping people on linkedin i'll be posting back to back but because i know that linkedin is not my main source of income it's just like a side income stuff influencing gigs um um book um probably help me with photography i'm also trying to also build my career do you get so i don't i i'm not
not someone that limits myself to just the social world only. So there are some people that just want to be full-time social creators. That's fine. So you need to know and be you need to know what works for you and be realistic with yourself. That's what I would say. Because wherever it is that you put your energy is obviously where you get results. Yeah, thank you. So before we call it a day, can you what is your final um advice for every LinkedIn users out there? What is your um give or your takeaway or your giveaway for us, the rest of the LinkedIn user? What will you tell them to do and what will you tell them to always put in mind? Okay, I think my final words for people on that probably on LinkedIn or what's trying LinkedIn is that we all have a story to tell. We all have different perspectives to life. And the best way you can show people is by being active. I never knew I could write the book. I never knew there was so much <laughs> deposited in me. I just started writing. And the writing I mean is not just putting four words line in a picture and say, today is a sunny day. Hope you are having a good day. No, but taking your time to develop yourself, go online, research, read, put words into writing and then the more you go and the more you get better i will say that do not ignore the presence of the holy spirit or whatever faith it is that you believe in let god lead you because if god leads you in the right way and um tells you what to write there's that inspiration that comes from him that no book can even give you so learn to be sober sometimes and also take a break so you don't get overwhelmed you know when you give out to people also get to receive from your own study as well thank you very much thank you very much so that's it on write and speak better podcast listeners this is damilola felicia badmos uh if you want to reach out to her you can just reach out to her on linkedin at damilola felicia She's on LinkedIn. She will be ready to answer all of your questions. And if you have any question about LinkedIn, please do not ask her. Just go and buy a book. If you now buy a book, oh, <laughs> eh, you now be asking you a that, that, That's a safer. <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to our podcast today. My name is Tibrimi Olalika Mandela. Join us next week as we invite other guests out there which share us out to improve our professional life, write better or even speak better. Don't forget to subscribe and rate this podcast five star and give a positive review so that the algorithm can push this podcast to potential audience. Also, if you'd like to collaborate with me on any project, please don't forget to send us a mail at olalekamandela at gmail.com. And if you want to connect with me, you can connect with me on any social media platform, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Snapchat, all social media platform at olalekamandela. Just search it there, you will find me. And if you want to have a collaboration with our podcast or you have something to do with our podcast or you want to ask any question, then search Write and Speak Better Podcast on any social media platform is going to bring it to you right and speak better po- right and speak better podcast or linkedin page it's going to bring it right and speak better podcast network it's a facebook group you can join and ask your questions right and speak better podcast on twitter write and speak better podcast on instagram ask your questions and we'll be glad to answer you thank you so much and have a wonderful day bye Take me deeper. Deeper than I've ever been before
just want to love you more and more. How I long to be deeper in love. Oh, yeah. In love.